Welcome to Take Your Lead Podcast with Mzwandele Makakula, a podcast that seeks to empower you to take charge over your personal growth, development, as well as your emotional well-being. As a young leader, oftentimes one finds themselves feeling they don't have what it takes to lead. Feeling they are not empowered enough, they don't know enough, they are not prepared enough. And what that can do to you as a young leader is it can paralyze you and leave you in fear. And I've seen this a lot where you have brilliant leaders who are capable and competent of doing great things. But because they feel like they don't know enough, they don't have enough, they don't know such and such a person, they look at their network and they feel like this idea can't fly. And that's really why I'm recording this podcast episode today. To help us as leaders to understand that leadership is really mastering the art of leading and learning. It is key for each and every leader to be able to strike the balance between leading and learning. In fact, I would go further to say that you can only keep leading if you are continually learning. And learning then becomes a pivotal part of leadership. And the thing about learning is that you can't leave it to chance. You need to be very intentional and weave it into the fabric of your daily routines, the ability to lead. I think it is the ability of leaders who are able to learn that separates great leaders from average leaders. And not just learning from your success, but learning from your failures. I was actually thinking of this recently, that one of the most important lessons that I've learned that changed everything for me, that changed my philosophy of life, my philosophy of family, my philosophy of leadership, was through failure. It was through a mistake that I made, which was a grave mistake where I felt like the earth can open up and I can just hide and bury myself. But I had to rise from the ashes of defeat, deal with the brunt, deal with the confrontation, be very uncomfortable, cry. Literally, I remember sitting down with my wife and feeling so ashamed of how I didn't see that and how I should have known better. But after crying, I figured crying won't change things. It's done. But the best thing I can do is ask myself, what can I learn? And I leveraged the learning from that experience and it changed everything. So leaders, we need to be very intentional about learning. I was asked recently by a mentee of mine, what am I currently learning in this current season of my life? And I thought even as we dive into this podcast episode, maybe just to share three lessons in my personal space of what I'm learning, and then I'll translate into three areas that each and every leader needs to zoom into to ensure that you are striking the balance between leading and learning. 
So recently we were hosting a phenomenal conference that we're really so honored to be a part of and to put together. And my first learning really comes from there. And one of the things I learned is how you don't wait for perfect weather conditions for you to get moving. So part of what had to be done around the conference was the planning and quite a lot of things that had to be done. But I really want to double click and zoom into this one thought of how just following the unction or just your intuition rather, where you're able to figure out, okay, I think this is what needs to be done and just going with it, just following that hunch. So part of how this played for me, we had to prayerfully consider for those who are people of faith, a theme or for the conference. And there were quite a lot of themes um, that were coming to my mind and heart. So usually it becomes easier because I would then maybe just align with my mentor and my leader and then be able to develop it from there. Um, however, this time around, I just had a few things that I was grappling with and thinking of until just one landed. And when it landed still, I was not too sure if it really was the one that we had to go with. But I just trusted that inner voice and the intuition and unction, and I just went for it. And looking back now, retrospect, I'm like, wow, this is actually what we needed. This was the right vein. And I'm saying this to speak to how there was really no rocket science or something that said this is it or a big voice or a huge stamp. But it was on the back end where the decision I trusted, I was able to validate and say it was the right decision. Because oftentimes the fear of paralysis, where you want to do something, but you're not too sure if it's the right thing to do. My advice towards that in terms of learning is do it. You, you won't know if it's the right thing until you do it. So oftentimes we want to wait until we have all the facts ready. And by the time you show up, chances are it might be too late. I don't know who to ascribe this quote to as to how the opportunity of a lifetime must be seized within the lifetime of that opportunity. Isn't that true though? How there are so many opportunities of a lifetime that come to us. However, each and every opportunity has a lifespan. Uh, I often use this example of fresh milk when you buy it in a carton. Usually they tell you best before date and sell before date. And if you drink or use it between that dates that you've been given it's the best milk you enjoy it it's fresh it's good just a day or a few days after that the same milk which was good for use is no longer good for use the taste is different the texture is different it literally messes up everything something that was meant to add value is now taking away value what's the difference timing few days before it was perfect a few days later it is spilled it is no longer good for use so even within decisions, you might actually make the right decision, but find yourself that you're making the right decision, but you've left time and it's no longer fitting the way. So make decisions as and when. Uh, in fact, be quick to make decisions would be the advice that I would share with you within the first lesson. The second lesson really is around family space. And we were recently celebrating the birthday of my beautiful daughter who was turning one year old. And I was so shocked, like, wow. She's really a year old. She was born like recently and now all of a sudden here she is and she's a big girl crawling, pulling down books. Um, such a handful and such a brilliant, brilliant life-giving spirit and we're so honored really to be her parents. 
But one of the things I've learned as well about that is you are never prepared for significant life changes. And the best thing you can do is that you can't change yourself. Oftentimes, I obviously, being a father, um, it changes you from just being a husband. and But now all of a sudden you are caring for someone. But there are certain things, and this is really where I'm going, there are certain things innate in you that show up when there's a need or a demand. For example, I'm using my family example as an analogy. I'm thinking of my wife and how part of the wisdom of God is how when you get pregnant, you get milk, uh, the mother gets milk, but the milk is given to the mother because of the pregnancy that she has. And that's so wonderful in that you the only reason she gets milk is because she's carrying a, a life which then says when this which that which she's carrying within is born they will have to then feed from the milk which then says to me there are certain things that you have but they won't manifest until there's a need for it which then double click says to us you are prepared for what is being prepared for you just show up and really that's the lesson i want to share with us just show up even as you lead just show up certain things won't show up until you show up you are competent you are able just show up and that's the second lesson really i'd like to share with us just show up as a dad i never thought i'd be able to do it but all i had to do was just show up and the rest is history i keep learning keep growing and trying my best to show up as best as I can. And along the way, I'm getting wisdom, I'm getting advice, and I'm learning. Thirdly, this is a leadership lesson. You don't have to make the mistakes that others have made. And I know this is said so many times, but I see a lot of young leaders falling through the cracks, which really they shouldn't have. Just ask. I remember having a phenomenal conversation with Mike Stopforth recently. And he said a lot of people don't pursue opportunities because they are afraid of asking. If you're not to show how something is done, just ask. And the beautiful thing about our day and age is that you don't even need to sit down with someone, ask them face to face. You can literally just ask Uncle Google. However, Google gives you information. It's always good to ask people who've walked the journey, who will be able to interpret the theory, apply a bit of knowledge and translate it into applicable wisdom. You don't have to make the mistakes that others have made. And this really, the lesson around this in terms of what I'm currently learning is the lesson of humility. It takes humility to ask. If you're not humble as a leader, you won't have it in you to just sit down and be honest, brutally honest with yourself that I actually can't do this. I need someone who can teach me so that I'm able to learn and do better. And why am I saying this? I'm saying this to speak to how leadership really is juggling, learning, and leading. And these are interchangeable because in one context you are leading, in one context you are learning. In fact, what strengthens and accelerates your leadership is the pace and your ability to learn as a leader. And as we land our podcast episode, I really want to zoom into three areas that you need to hone vigorously, intentionally, perpetually, and consistently in terms of what you want to learn. And the first area you need to make sure that as you lead, you are learning is learning about yourself. You need to be a 
case study for yourself. Ask yourself questions. What makes me tick? What makes me smile? What makes me cry? What makes me laugh? What makes me sad? What makes me excited? What is it that makes me wake up and do what I do? If I wouldn't be paid for showing up at work, why, if ever, I would show up? Why would I show up? You need to know your personal why. Know some of the things that make you sad. Like be a case study of yourself. Oh, wow. Today I was so happy. Today was a good day. Wow. Yeah, it was a good day. But why was it a good day? What happened? Uh, the beautiful thing about this is once you begin to learn more about yourself, you'll actually know certain triggers to your heart, to your mind, to your feelings. And once you can do this, you are literally in a great place of mastering your emotional intelligence. You then know how to not only protect yourself, but show up as your best self. So be intentional about learning about yourself. And I know I did say that you need to be a case study of yourself, but over and above studying yourself, part of how you learn about yourself is asking other people about yourself. And there are five questions that I love sharing um, with uh, the people that I mentor and my mentees and some of the trainings that we do. Just questions that you can share with some of your friends, your family, your spouse uh, about yourself. Questions like, what do you love the most about me? What's the one thing that you don't like about me? What do you think is my superpower? Where do you see me in the next 30 years? If you were to role play my funeral and there you were speaking as a friend, as a spouse, as a family member, whichever relation you have with this particular individual, how would your speech sound? What impact would I have made in your life? Those are podcast family pure gold. If you can take those questions, translate it into conversations, they will help you learn more about yourself. So number one, learn about yourself. Number two, learn about what you do. Don't just do something because it's being done. Learn, like be a subject expert based on what you do. If you are a speaker, learn about speaking. If you're a leader, learn about leading. If you are a trainer, if you are a teacher, if you are an engineer, if you are a student, if you are a baker, if you are a musician, if you are a whatever profession that you do, analyst, accountant, auditor, you name it. Just be, learn about it. Like intentionally learn. Don't pause your learning to school where traditionally you learned, you got your qualification, you're done. Nope. That's not how it works. Learning is an ongoing experiential thing. Like every day there's something that you have to learn. And part of how you infuse this into your culture in the evenings, ask yourself, what did I learn about myself? Number one. Two, what did I learn about what I do? Daily, ask yourself, what did I learn about myself? What did I learn about what I do? Like literally look for opportunities of learning. Seek to always learn about your craft. That's how you grow. That's how you do better. And that's how you show up as your best self who's competent in what you do. And then lastly, so the first area is learning about yourself. The second area is learning about your craft. And then the third area is learning about others. And this is more relational. One of the key things that helps you lead as you learn, learn about your team. Make it your responsibility to study your team. 
Study what they love. Study what they don't love. Study what makes them cry. Study what makes them laugh. Study what makes them excited. Study what brings them into the office. Study how they speak, why they speak, how they think. Study how, to the smallest of things, this, I kid you not, once as a leader leading a diverse team of people, you study the people that you lead, you're already on the right path to success. And part of how you study people is not just you sitting with a red pen and concluding on your own. Nope, you bring them into the conversation. You seek to have time with them. This is why one-on-one meetings are extremely important for any leader. Where you literally sit down with them, just tell me more about yourself. I'd like to get to know your story. Where are you from? Where were you born? How's your family complexion? How many are you in your family? One of the questions I would advise you to ask, which I love so much, which literally helps you go deep. I use this question a lot as an icebreaker when doing team building activities is, what was one one of the most difficult challenges you faced as a child? Oof, I think I learned this from Patrick Lincioni. And one of the reason I love this question is because it gets people to open up. And once they've opened up, it creates a safe environment. Part of what I would advise and suggest to you as a leader is to go first so that you don't get people, people will use you as a yardstick of vulnerability and authenticity. So create trust, be honest. First and foremost, tell them and share with them what was one of the most painful experiences you had growing up and how you navigated that. And then flip the question to how that then informs how you show up and how you do things and why you do the things you do the way you do the things you do. So what am I saying to us? Leadership is really juggling, learning, and leading. Learn about yourself. Learn about your task and your craft. And learn about others. I was recently listening to a phenomenal podcast um, by John Maxwell and Mark Cole. And one of the guests there spoke about the acronym that they use for their team. I think it's a baseball team, basketball team, sorry, uh, which is joy. And, 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 and joy speaks of to him as a person of faith, how his life is a life of joy. And when he broke it down, I identified a lot. And he said, J speaks of Jesus. He puts Jesus first. O speaks of putting others first. And then Y speaks of putting yourself at the end. And I loved that order. So as you go out there, be intentional about juggling, learning, and leading. Till we meet again next time, continue to take your lead. Well, thank you for joining us on Take Your Lead Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you can get new episodes delivered directly to your device as soon as we release the new episode. And for show notes on today's episode and on previous episodes, just go to www.mzwandilemakakula.com. And if you're a fan of the show, we would love it if you'd give us a review and help us spread the word. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Take Your Lead Podcast.